What is it you want? Real estate. It's the Red Hot Real Estate Show, where we can all find out how's it going for buyers and sellers in the real estate market. I have died and gone to real estate heaven. Looking to move? Hoping to sell? Call in with your questions to real estate expert Mimi Shoneman with Remax Results. I'm going to go out and buy a house. Here she is, your host, Mimi Shoneman. Yes, she is here, Mimi Shoneman, your host of the Red Hot Real Estate Show and super real estate agent, uh, licensed realtor with Remax Results. Hello, hello, Miss Mimi. Good, Good morning. Good to see you. Hello. Also with us from Amac Home Loans, Phil Olson is here as well. Hello, Phil. Yo. You guys look very enthusiastic. I'm very excited because I know you guys have some great information for all of our my talkers out there on how they can get positioned to get the home that they are interested in. Yeah, you like my tan? I do. What? <laughs> yeah. Not even gonna lie, didn't no, even notice. Nobody's giving me any you, you just You just got back from Cuba. I can see that. Yeah, right. No, I mean, y'all. You no, just been out there just running and running no, and running, right? No love up here. I don't understand. <laughs> So, yeah. You always look lovely. I don't notice when you make any changes because oh. you are so beautiful to me all the time, Aww. Mimi. Mm. Aren't you sweet? <laughs> the honey's flowing up in here. That's right. That's right. No, I just went to, to Savannah. Oh, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was not beach weather, so okay. that, I'm just playing with okay. you. Okay. Yeah. Well, welcome no back. Thank welcome you. Welcome back. We are glad that you are here, and I know you've been very busy. I know, Phil, we've been keeping you busy as well. Let's go ahead and get your NMLS number out of the way, please. NMLS 238 Three branch nine two eight eight five nine zero company NMLS one five zero nine five three. Now, Mimi, we always have a variety of links that are up on the Red Hot Real Estate page to uh, encourage people to go as they are going through their 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 journey of either being a buyer or a seller. But I know you have some new links that are up there right now, right? Yeah, we posted a couple of new videos that we have that are really really good. We've got one for buyers. I'm just going to tell you, it is so on point. And it says, would you like to make an extra $43,000 in the next five years? And who wouldn't? And doing (laughs) exactly what you're already doing, right? Except for you're doing it for yourself. If you're paying a landlord right now, you're just making him or her hand over fist all kind of good money. Right, right, Phil? Exactly. I, I have a client right now that I just met with here Friday and their rent has gone up by $200 over the last two years and... They just received notice that their rent is going up again. And my clients called me, new clients, and they said, we've had enough. Right. And guess what? I've got them pre-approved to buy $240,000 home, and they're already out with their agent looking for the house, and their payment's less than what their rent was. Of course. Uh, And so I'm working with several different people right now, and it seems to be that nobody really wants to go to as high as they absolutely qualify for. Okay. That's kind of the, what, what the feeling is. Well, I feel like a lot of people might be in the position, Mimi, especially if you were a buyer from back before there was a crash is that you felt as though you qualified for things that really were a pipe dream. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so people I think are very leery now probably. Yes. They're totally Mm -hmm. skittish. But I also want to talk about, you know, if you're fearful and you're thinking in yourself, in your mind, you're thinking, I'm, I just, I'm not seeing what I want. I'm just going to wait till next year. Right. Well, waiting till next year is going to be worse than, than it is now. Because if you can't find what you want at 2.30, next year, what you're going to be looking at is 2.10, maybe right. even 200. I, I totally agree. And interest rates are going to keep going up. Prices are going to keep going up. And rent is going to keep going up. And so we're all fighting the, the good fight right. to try to get folks into properties and there's not a ton of inventory. So 
What my plea is for those buyers out there that are listening that are frustrated is don't give up. Right. Don't give up and just bear down Mm -hmm. and maybe understand that you're not going to get that that diamond that you had hoped for. And so, Phil, what are you seeing? I, I totally agree. I'm seeing the same thing. And I just had a conversation with a client that that right now is a little bit dismayed. And I basically and they were saying, well, maybe we should wait until next year or wait until winter. Okay. And I go, well, here's here's your problem. You're you're looking they're looking for a property at around two hundred to two hundred and twenty thousand, but they're looking for a one level okay. home, which is one of your most demand homes out there. Yes. For Mimi, the, you've mentioned that as well. For those mm-hmm. for those that are in in their elderly years. That's what they want. And what I, I didn't convince my buyer of this, but I said, I want you to be open to this. I go, I want you to continue to get information from Mimi. I want you to continue to look because we're looking for a diamond in the rough. Right. And the other thing is I have them totally pre-approved. Now, here's the problem. People don't understand that a pre-approval is only good for so long. Right. So let's talk about that real quick. Your credit report is only good for 120 days. Okay. After that, we have to repull credit, which means if you decide to do something different, your numbers could change. Okay. Secondly, I'm sorry to say things happen in life. People lose their jobs, their income declines. Um, All these things can happen. So once you're pre-approved, you should be active and then once that a pre-approval is going to expire, my job is to get it redone again. Okay. So you can continue. And what I tell my clients is nothing's going to change as long as you keep your finances, your credit, and your employment quiet. Okay. What does that mean? Do nothing. Right. Keep and every- that's difficult yes. to make sure that everything is well, just in stasis until you're able to feel that. So is that part of the reason why you encourage people to maybe broaden their parameters or look for other options so they can get the deals done as, you know, as, as efficiently as possible. The folks that are really rigid with what they want without uh, being specific, if you know that you only want to be in a certain city and that's the only place that you can live, then patience is of the utmost importance because you're limited by what's happening and and the sellers that we can find for you. Um, that is the truth. But if you're able to open up and consider a, a broader area, you'll see more things and it'll open up more possibilities to you. So, you know, there's lots of things that we can do. And Phil, what are we going to be talking about today? Well, I think what we need to talk about first off is rates. Okay? Right. Rates are between three and a half percent and four and a half percent. They're Get still, out of here. Yeah. 50, I didn't know they'd gone down that low. Wow. Yeah, 15 year fix is at three and a half percent. What can people refinance for? What? Well, depends. That, it depends. I know. Depends. There's multiple different factors. So if I were to say tell a client that rates are between three and a half and four and a half percent as a norm, right? Okay, they could be higher depending on your situation. But if between three and a half and four and a half percent, that might be an opportunity for you to reach out to me, give me a call, let me run the numbers, see if it makes sense, and I'm able to do that in 
10, 15 minutes time. Well, Miss Shannon's also got some exciting stuff she's promoting today. And ah, we want our listeners to jump in on it. Ah, so uh, if you call in today and you're part of the Red Hot Real Estate Show, we will give you a pair. Uh, one of our uh, listeners is going to get a pair of tickets to my Pockets of Joy Comedy Through the Chaos show that's coming up on Mother's Day, Sunday, May 12th. And that's myself, my good friend Tiffany Norton, and the amazing Roxanne Battle, who we all know from local Twin Cities television. We're going to be doing storytelling and stand-up. So we are going to give away a pair of tickets to one of our red hot real estate callers that's today. awesome and i can tell you she if you think she's funny on the show <laughs> she is hilarious when she's out doing her thing thank you and very much and i she gotta rocks say it out. she's thank not you. even nasty no not no. at no. all and this is definitely gonna be one of those shows that you can bring your mom to you know kind of thing so it's gonna be non-offensive you know we actually want it to be a day of inspiration for all of the people especially on mother's day so that's awesome. we're gonna give away a pair of tickets to one of our red hot real estate callers today uh so we encourage you to call in we always encourage you to be part of the red hot real estate show the number is six five one one six four one one zero seven one. That's six five one six four one one zero seven one. And so, throughout the show today, how are we going to arm our Red Hot Real Estate Show listeners? Well, I think one of the things that our listeners need to understand is, in a market like this, they need to have as much firepower behind them uh, when they're going to make an offer. What does that mean? All right, you've got a hierarchy of loan loan products out there, conventional then. FHA, then USDA and VA. And in this market, your your sellers are looking for the strongest offer possible. Okay. That's where it comes down to your loan officer working with your client to ensure that every available option is being explored. And if, if you're working with a loan officer and they say you qualify for FHA, well, then what do we do to try to get you to be qualified as a conventional loan? Okay. Have they, have they looked at all these other specific products? Have they said, if we do this to credit, it will improve the score to where you qualify for that? Because in this market right now, you've got specific properties. People think that every house out there, they can finance with any product. Okay. That's not true. You've got literally, you've probably got 30% of the marketplace, maybe not 50, 50% of the marketplace that houses may not approve for a government loan. Okay. So now you've just gotten rid of all those properties. And the problem is when people look online, it might say that it's FHA approved, but did they look at all the pictures and see all the peeling paint on the eaves and notice that there's a broken window and, oh, by the way, there's no steps going out to the patio. Okay. Well, those are all safety issues and that home would not qualify. Now, will that seller fix that house? Possibly. Right. I'm going to tell you, no, they won't because they don't have to in this market. And there you go. And so when I'm working with folks that are FHA buyers, I show them right there in the office. I show them all the properties that are available in their criteria. And then I show them when we remove it, the only ones that will accept FHA almost cuts it in half Right. every single time. That is frustrating to see. So we like to give people options. If you can qualify for other non-governmental loans, it's absolutely in your best interest. All right. Well, Phil and Mimi, we do have to go to break. When we get back, we are going to go to the phones. Lisa, thank you very much for calling. We're going to come to you as soon as we get back. And what else are we going to cover when we get back, Mimi? We're going to keep talking about how to be successful in this market. All right. We appreciate you being part of the Red Hot Real Estate Show. You can call in with your questions as well at 651-641-1071. 
Welcome back to the Red Hot Real Estate Show here on My Talk 1071, also streaming at MyTalk1071.com. I'm Ms. Shannon in studio, your Red Hot Real Estate agent, Mimi Shoneman, also from Amec Home Loans. Phil Olson is here as well. And we're always encouraging you to be part of the Red Hot Real Estate Show by calling us at 651-641-1071. Just like our friend Lisa. Lisa, thank you very much for your patience. What is your question for Phil and Mimi? So my question is, um, I have a 25-year-old daughter. She has graduated from college, back at home um, to, you know, save some money, pay off her student loans, which she has, has a full-time job, and is trying to decide between, you know, renting a nice apartment or going into a house. And so I'm basically wanting to know when is the best time or what are the criteria you look at to say this is the time to buy versus rent and still save up? That is an excellent question. So you said she has student loans. Um, do you know how much they are? She's already paid them off. Oh, wonderful. That's and why then, she's thinking about the house okay. or renting. And mm-hmm. what is her rent payment a month? Do you know? Right now, she doesn't have one. She's at home. Okay. okay. And so, but she's looking at, you know, uh, places that are probably in that $1,500 range. Okay. 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 So if you're at $1,500 range, you're really looking at around a $200,000, $220,000 home. And if you were to take a look at the money that she would spend in her first year alone, that's $18,000. Multiply that uh, by three years, you're well over $54,000 that she would end up losing. Whereas if she bought a home, you would end up potentially, if she got a 5%, it is appreciation on a $200,000 home. That means that house is going up ten grand per year. So you're you're looking at about an eighty thousand dollars swing loss for your daughter by not getting into home ownership. And, and consider too that if she gets a multi bedroom unit, she can rent those rooms out until she's really solid and ready to go on her own. And it's also a safety net. You know, she doesn't necessarily have control over whether she can get a roommate with a rental, but with her own home, she can choose to rent it if she wants or not, and Airbnb it too. Um, so sure. we believe it's a very, very savvy, smart move for her. And, and even then, if even if she's not, you know, in her age group, they never know what they're doing job wise. I mean, they want to be on the job, but sometimes they switch for the next best thing. You know, that's yeah. her. Sure. What's her career, if I may ask? She's a professional photographer for okay. a corporation. Okay. And how long has she been doing that? About a year. Okay. And what, did she just come out of college before? Yes. Okay, well, then I can use her four-year education as part of her uh, employment history, parlay that with her one-year employment history with her new employer, and I'm assuming she's a salary employee or an hourly employee? All right, so based on what you've just told me, her employment criteria would qualify for a home loan. Okay, okay. So it would be a good idea to um, have Phil talk with her, and just have a free consultation, no pressure, no obligation, and run some numbers and show her different options and let her decide. You know, ultimately, if she gets in this year, she's going to be so much better than if she waits a year. And there's, there's some, it's an asset. Yeah, there's some great first-time home buyer programs out there. There's also down payment assistance out there. Based on based on what you're telling me, she might qualify for sure. First time homebuyer programs, she's going to qualify for. She may even qualify for some of the down payment assistance programs. Mm-hmm. The, the The problem is, we're not foreseeing a housing market crash. We're not foreseeing a housing market downturn. So if if she doesn't get into the market this year, more than likely you're looking at a five to seven percent 
uh, increase in housing prices across the metro. That's what's predicted. So on a $200,000 home, that's a ten dollars to $14,000 price increase. Right. And, it, and your average your average mortgage payment is approximately $6.50 per thousand. So if I were to take six fifty times 15, that means her mortgage payment next year automatically will be $100 more per month. Mm-hmm. Minimum. Minimum. Okay, I got it. I'll definitely have her... Uh, look into into that home ownership then yeah and i would love listen, to speak with her have her listen to the podcast when uh the show is over that'll be posted okay great that'd be great thanks right. a lot lisa we're going to put your name in the hat for those pockets of joy comedy through the chaos tickets we're also willing to take additional calls as part of the red hot real estate show you can call us at 651-641-1071 okay phil so let's just talk about strategies for folks to be successful in this market mm-hmm. well i think I think the first strategy is to have a real estate agent and a loan officer that are on the same, uh, same wavelength. Wavelength. Yes. There you go. Okay. Uh, and, and that are full time. Right. Okay. And are very skilled in their trade. All right. I think that's really pivotal for a buyer today. Right. If they're working with somebody that's part time or they're working with an institution, a financial institution that does not have a wide breadth of product out there. Right. I think they're at a disadvantage. Okay. Okay. That would be the first thing I would say. But the second thing I would say is when you make an offer, I would tell you put as much earnest money as you can put down. Yeah. Make your offer strong. So what do I mean? What do I mean by that? So sellers typically think that a minimum of 1% of the sales price is a good dollar amount for earnest money. So if you're looking at a $200,000 house, you're looking at a $2,000 earnest money check. Now that earnest money comes, it comes out of the down payment. So a lot of people okay. are confused by that. Right. Because I was confused what you meant. They think they're going to put more money into the transaction. Okay. So let me, let me, let me explain this. Let's say the total down payment is $15,000. Okay. But I'm going to make a $10,000 earnest money check to the sellers. How strong is that? That's that's strong, right? Right. Well, now I'm only going to come to the closing table with five grand. Oh, okay. All right. So you're pledging it up front. Okay. So, you know, it's going to be case by case specific, but it, it shows the seller that you've got some money and that you can perform. That's okay. just one element that they look at. Mm-hmm. Um, they also look at your loan programs very strongly. They look very strongly at who the mortgage company is. So if I know as a realtor, and I've been doing this for 14 years now, I can't believe it. If I know that it's a mortgage company that I know has problems, closing on time, the communication's terrible, I might not be able to get a hold of anybody during the weekend, I'm going to advise my seller, this is a consideration that you really need to take very, very strongly. Okay. Because there's nothing worse than working with an unprofessional loan officer. Right. It can absolutely kill your deal. Right. And it's frustrating for everybody. And so, you don't want to get all the way to like 90% of the deal done and then that ends up being what hitches everything mm-hmm. up. Okay. No, you don't want to do anything that's going to put a seller in jeopardy in this market, especially. Um, you know, sellers are expecting to sell quickly and for top dollar. Right. And they don't want the frustrations mm-hmm. that go along with people that don't know what they're doing. So that is very, very critical. I, I'll give you an example of my weekend. Mm-hmm. Friday night, I talked with two buyers that were making offers. I issued three pre-approval letters yesterday. I spoke with two listing agents, and believe it or not, one of them was 
a deal that Mimi's working on. Okay. Okay. And I was talking to the listing agent and I've already talked with two clients here this morning. So in my business, I have to be on my game. Right. Because if I'm not on my game, then I'm not representing my client. And that and that means my client is going to lose out on opportunities. Fair enough. So if you're working with an institution that isn't on their game, can you imagine the frustration that that buyer's agent might have or the buyers have? Right. Absolutely. So when we get back from the break, Phil, we're going to continue talking about how, how buyers and sellers can position themselves for success in this very, very tough market. And we're also willing to take your calls again. The number is 651-641-1071. We'll be right back on the Red Hot Real Estate Show. Welcome back to the Red Hot Real Estate Show here on My Talk 1071. Also streaming at MyTalk1071.com. I'm Ms. Shannon. Phil Olson from Amac Homes is here. Mimi Shoneman, our Red Hot Realtor. A realtor is here as well from Remax Results. I and like that. Realster. 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 Yeah, we're going to yeah. coin a new it's phrase. Like a, like a hipster. Exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you are the coolest real estate agent I know, Mimi. So you can have every phrase Sweet. that you want. Sweet. Yeah. And you brought in a bunch of new information today, right? I did. Yeah. We've got a lot of new links posted on our show page. Um, including uh, reasons that you want to sell your house this spring and how to make 43000 in the next five years if you're a buyer. So be sure and check those out. And we've got places for you to shop for homes right there online, all kinds of great information. And if you'd like a home evaluation, we've got a link there for you to submit your information. No obligation, absolutely free. All right. And you can always be part of the Red Hot Real Estate Show at 651-641-1071. So, Phil, just to kind of tidy up what we were just talking about in the last break, I think that for our frustrated buyers out there, you know, I had somebody say to me, uh, but the house is listed for 230 and I think that's what they say they want, so that's what I'll do. Um, but but they know now that there are multiple offers, mm-hmm. and so that number is no longer valid in my mind. It's not valid. And especially if you run the comps, which a good agent will do for you Mm -hmm. to show you what sold in that area over the last six months. So, you know, you you show the comps and the comps look solid. Like, so then you know that the house will appraise for that value or more. You don't want to put your your client in jeopardy if the house is not going to appraise. There's no sense in doing that. You wait for the cash buyer that doesn't need an appraisal. But for those folks that are, are getting mortgage products, you have to be prepared in a multiple offer situation to go up and over what the listing price is. That is just what's happening out there. You know, we have absolutely no control over, you know, how many offers, you know, the buyer's agent doesn't have visibility into whose offers are coming in or what those offers are or what the seller would accept. Mm -hmm. Um, So you play your A game and you have to have trust in your partners. Here's, here's a phrase folks that I hadn't heard in a long time. It's called highest and best offer by noon on Sunday. Mm-hmm. And what does that mean? Right. I'm seeing houses and I, I do a lot of business and I do a lot of purchase business and I'm seeing houses go on the market by on Friday. By Saturday, there's two or three offers already on the home. My agents are being told, we need you to submit your highest and best offer counter offer by noon on Sunday. Okay. And then we will be getting back with you in the evening. So what is this what is this telling the consumer? This is telling the consumer there's a lot of activity on this home. Okay. And you're up against a lot of competition. So that means you need to sit down with your agent and you need to develop a game plan. 
if if you're going to play the game and you want the house, how do we make this offer as appealing to the sellers that it puts us at least in the first or second rung? Now, if you get into the second rung, they'll accept the first offer, but then you're going to become what's called a backup offer. Okay. Meaning if the first offer falls apart, they'll then be calling you. And I, I think that's where, you know, my FHA buyers, they benefit by working with me because I'm looking at trying to get them approved under other different programs that will put them at a different hierarchy. Okay. You know, and one of the, one of the, one of the keys, I think, as a buyer today, it used to be that the sellers, it was normal that they would pay your closing costs. Right. If you ask the sellers to pay your closing costs today, and maybe that's the only way the deal can be structured. Okay. Right. Maybe that's the only way. I use the word maybe, but guess what? There's a lot of different ways to come up with a down payment or, or to pay closing costs. Okay. One is, is you could get down payment assistance to pay that closing costs. How about borrowing against your 401k? And if you borrow against it, there's no negative tax ramifications to it. You pay it back to yourself over a period of time at a very low interest rate okay. and it doesn't hurt you. How about getting using gifted funds from a family member for your closing costs? The key is if you're going to make an offer in this market to a seller, you want your offer to be as clean as possible. What do I what do I mean by that, Beanie? When well, I say the word clean, when you mean when a seller sees something that's clean, it's the least amount of stress and hassle to them with the most money that they walk away with and the most likelihood that you're going to close. Because that's that's their biggest fear is if I pick you, can you perform? Right. And so if if you're coming in asking them for three percent to pay on your behalf, first of all, that's right now that's that's no. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because um, they don't have to. They don't have to. No. Even, right. even if you agree to pay more money than what the purchase is listed at, it's still uh, it's still negative. So if you have the wherewithal to do it, then that's what you really should be doing. Okay. If you want to own a house, um, if you just like shopping for houses, you know, that's that's one thing. Right. I mean, and, and if you just like writing offers and getting beat mm-hmm. out time mm-hmm. after time after time, that's no fun for anybody involved. Trust right. me. After mm-hmm. the second time, it becomes almost like a bed sore. Yes. It's not comfortable. It's not it's, it, 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 it does sure. get, become painful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we just want people to, to, what we're talking about today is to just let everybody know we want to help you keep it real. You know, we, we don't want to tell you what you want to hear. You know, if, you, if you're reacting to a house because it's tripping your triggers and it, you love it, and you're not willing to go up and over what it's asking for. There's going to be probably 20 other people that love it under 300,000. I'm just not, I'm not kidding. Right. And our goal is your goal. If you tell me, Ms. Shannon, I'm ready to buy a house. Well, yes. my goal and Phil's goal is to help you get a house, not to play around in the market. Right. right. Let's find one you want. Let's hunt it down and let's get mm-hmm. it, drag let's it figure back. out how to get it now, done. Yeah. Now, I'm mm-hmm. going to give you an example of something that, kind of goes against everything that I always talk about is I'm always trying to get my client the lowest payment possible. Okay. The best product. But let's, let's turn this a little bit. Let's say we have a house and the house is in great condition. Yes. But we have a detached garage that has major paint issues and the house will not qualify for FHA. Okay. 
I have one of those situations right now. All right. I was able to get the client approved with a conventional home loan product, and their payment went up by $70. And I basically said to the client, I go, here's the deal. We can go with this, but they're not going to accept it. Okay. But the good news is, is that's what you were qualified for with the other lender. I've got you where you can go FHA, but you can also go conventional with the understanding your finance piece here is not as good as it was before, but you're telling me you're in love with this house. Right. You want it. So are you willing to sacrifice on a monthly payment for the $70 so that way you can make that offer as a con- as a conventional offer right. and they paid their own closing costs. And Oh, by the way, folks, they got the house. Oh, okay. Well, it all worked out for them. It all worked out okay. for them. So my job is to explore every nick and cranny product out there. So that way, when my clients making offers on houses in this type of marketplace, they have options. Right. So Bill, let's talk about those folks that really they've outgrown their house. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Maybe it was a starter home and they've built a family, they've got several pets yep. and they're just crawling all over each other because they just don't have enough room, mm-hmm. but they're afraid. They're afraid right now because they know that things are going so quickly. They're afraid they'll be homeless if they sell their house. So what options do those types of folks have? Uh, believe it or not, uh, I'm going to go with a buy first, sell second strategy Okay. with as little as 5% down. And this savvy, this savvy buyer is going to go, but, but Phil, if I only put 5% down, I want to put 20% down. Right. I'm going to be hit with PMI. Yes. Well, guess what? I have a program where they only put 5% down, then they sell their house and then they take all that equity from their other home and then they put it towards their mortgage. It's called a recast and reamortization. Okay. All right. Which means they get to drop their payment and they get to drop their PMI. So Seven months, eight months down the road, they are exactly where they wanted to be in the beginning. But guess what? Now we move into our new home. Yes. We then move all our furniture out of the old home. We now have Mimi stage Mm -hmm. the new home. And maybe we do a little paint, take care of some carpet cleaning and everything like that. And oh, by the way, now that house sells for even more than when your furniture was in the house. And it's a total win-win situation for the consumer. So it's a buy first, sell second strategy. It's a very effective strategy. Not all lenders will look at that specific strategy to help the consumer. Right, it's a great idea. Because if you can imagine, if you have a busy family and pets, Mm -hmm. getting them out of the house and keeping the house clean so you can have showings, it becomes extraordinarily stressful. Oh, I'm sure. I couldn't even imagine. You know, selling a house is not for the week. I mean, it is stressful. And, you know, especially if you care about how things look. Mm. So doing it this way, you get to move all of your things into a bigger space and the house looks bigger. It looks brighter. It looks fresher and it appeals to more buyers so that we can help you get top dollar for it. So it is a fantastic strategy that Phil's talking about. And and believe it or not, a lot of people, they, they, with, with children, their biggest concern is, is we want to be able to get our kids in for open enrollment right. to the start of the school year. Well, here's the situation. You get to move in your home. You get to go as fast or slow moving out of the home. Right. There's very little stress in doing that. Now you move into your new home. You're all settled in. Now we, now we start taking care of the other house. And right. then maybe takes care of it. 
Sounds good. Mm-hmm. So we'll keep talking about this when we come back and we'll take all of our listeners' questions because everybody wants to go see Miss Shannon at her comedy show. Definitely. We're also going to talk about your red hot house of the week, right, Mamie? Absolutely. If you want to call in, it's easy to get a hold of us. The number is 651-641-1071. In addition, what we'll do is right now, caller number seven can get those tickets as well. It's 651-641-1071. Call into the Red Hot Real Estate Show. It's the Red Hot Real Estate Show here on My Talk 1071, also streaming on MyTalk1071.com. I'm Miss Shannon. We're still looking for you to call in and get those pockets of joy. Comedy through the chaos tickets. The number is no, 651 651- no, no, we have a winner. Oh, we have a winner? Yes, we already have a winner. Okay, don't arrest it. Sonny, producer Sonny, I'm so sorry. That's Who's okay. our winner, producer Sonny? Uh, Dan from Minnetonka. Dan from Minnetonka, thank you for being part of the Red Hot Real Estate Show. And speaking of the Red Hot Real Estate Show, what we do have is we have the Red Hot House of the Week. All right, Mimi, what do you have for us this week for our Red Hot House? Okay, it's back. And so all of our listeners have been calling and texting us about One Level Living. Yes. We encourage you to continue doing it. And that's exactly what we have for you today at 7920 Timber Lake Drive in high demand Eden Prairie. Yes. We've got a one level, one bedroom with a bonus room, two baths, and a two car garage with a Ooh. lake view. Lake, wow. lake Mitchell. And priced at 180. So, you know, that's pretty much going to be gone. That's very hot. In full disclosure, we have received offers. So, but we're still showing it. So if you'd like to see it, call us immediately. 651-578-2218. And if you have one level living or you're looking for one level living, text one level living to 651-226-2560. Text One Level Living, 651-226-2560. And Mimi and Phil, this goes back to why we encourage everyone who is potentially out there looking to get pre-approved, to go ahead and start the process so that when they do have a deal like this pop up, that you are as prepared as you possibly could be. Yeah, it's like getting off the plane. You know, you got to get to the next gate and you want to do it as efficiently as you can. So, yes, if you're not pre-approved and you're thinking about things, I would highly recommend that you call Phil Olson here today with Amec Home Loans and get that process started. Right, Phil? Sooner rather than later. Right. Because prior planning prevents a poor performance and there's all kinds of planning that can be done. There can be credit enhancement that can be done, which could result in a much better credit score, lower PMI, lower homeowner's insurance. So I'm trying to bring the full package to the consumer, but I cannot do it at a moment's notice because sometimes I get called middle of the night. No, not middle of the night, but (laughs) feels like it sometimes. And they go, Phil, we found a house. And I go, who are you? (laughs) Okay. And they go, we're so-and-so. We got referred to you by so-and-so and and we found the most spectacular home. And how quickly can you get us a pre-approval letter? Right. Oh boy. And you want to know something that's, my gut when I when that happens, I get the worst feeling. It doesn't yeah. mean I'm not going to help you. Not mean and I you can get it I done. Can, I can get it done. But guess what? It doesn't allow me to bring all my firepower. Right. I'm just going to gonna say something. I'm just going to say shame on that real estate agent for showing them houses when they weren't approved. <laughs> yeah. Shame on you. Well, yeah. The other thing that I always think is fantastic that you guys remind everybody when we're here at the Red Hot Real Estate Show is that it's not as if this isn't the way the process should work. You aren't, if you're saying, well, I don't want to bother them because I'm probably not going to buy a house for two more years. That's not the case. It's if you think you're going to have to buy, you're going to be, you want to plan to buy a house 
else in the next year or two, it's still appropriate to contact Phil exactly. and to contact Mimi so you can get set up to be able to do that. Yeah, it's just like window shopping, right? So you go in the sh- in the subdivision and you see, oh, there's a DSW over there and I don't need any shoes, but uh, why not? Let's just go look at some shoes. Right. There's no chance you're not walking out with shoes. No, you're walking <laughs> right. out with five boxes. Right. Yes, you're mm-hmm. buying shoes. If you're looking for houses online, you're going to be buying a house. Right. Just no. telling you. I, I can't tell you the number of times I've had people call me and they go, you know, I'm, I'm calling you. I'm just, I'm just dipping my toe in the water. I probably don't qualify. Right. And then I get all their information. And I go, what do you mean? You qualify. And they start crying or they mm-hmm. start going, they're jumping up and down. I go, well, now we need to meet. I need to gather up all your documents. We need to figure this out. Right. And I've, and then, and then there's been other times where I've talked to a client, say they're approved, but they've told me during our consultation, well, we probably are not going to buy for the next six to 12 months. Yes. This last year alone, I've had three situations where they, they said that. And guess what? We were, they were writing an offer the same weekend. My goodness. Because what they do is they, they get this pre-approval letter that they can go shop, even though they tell me they don't want to shop. The next thing you know, they're online. And next thing you know, I've got the real estate agent calling me going, Phil, we need a letter. And I'm going, hold one here. They told me they weren't <laughs> going to buy for the next six to 12 months. Well, they found their diamond in the rough. That's how this right. happens, folks. It really, it, it, this is the way it happens sometimes. Sometimes it happens where you're just driving down the street and you go, oh my gosh, that house is for sale? Yes. I've been looking at that house for the last five years. And it's for sale. Well, I'm going to say that, you know, probably that doesn't happen as often because it oftentimes sells before the sign can get in the oh, yard. You're, you're right. <laughs> so, you're right. Enough, you yeah. know, no more driving down the street and hoping to catch that. So, you know, Phil, I think let's talk a little bit uh, before the show ends about those folks out there with student loan debts. Are, what are the options for them so that they can get into home ownership? Well, uh, believe it or not, uh, Freddie Mac has now come out with a new program for student loans. Uh, the way we have to calculate the student loans, it used to be 1% of the outstanding balance. But now Freddie Mac has a wonderful new program that we only have to calculate it at a half a percent, okay. which is is definitely helping a lot of those uh, career people that came out with high-end student loan debt uh, to where they will now qualify. So if they if those people were told, say, six months ago or a year ago or two years ago that you don't qualify because of your student loans, I, t- I tell them to call me. All right, and I think we have time for one more caller to call into the Red Hot Real Estate Show before we get to wrap up today. So, Jill, thank you for being part of the Red Hot Real Estate Show. What's your question for Phil and Mimi? Hi, um, this is a, a post-purchase question, but I have a family member that bought a townhome um, from it, Flippers had it. They, they flipped the home, mm-hmm. and prior to owning that, or to them, there was a woman that owned it, and it sounds like what we're trying to find out, it sounds like she had water damage um, when she owned it, this woman, and the Flippers redid it and sold it to my mom and didn't disclose any water damage. And before my mom even moved in, our basement flooded and we found a pump underneath and we found out that this woman had to have it pumped every winter or kind of when the spring came around. What I'm wondering is we can't really find anything on Minnesota, but would she have any recourse against these Flippers that you know for not disclosing that since it was information that was prior to, I mean, they knew about it. Is it just when they owned it, if they only owned it for like a month, let's say, to clean it up? I mean, 
where's the line drawn there? Yeah, that's a legal question. I'm just going to say oh. that right there. So, but what I'm going to say to you is just a personal opinion. Um, okay. And I would suggest that if you guys are thinking that there's or even using the word recourse, you would, uh, contact a real estate attorney to help you with that. Do you okay. know? And I'm sorry if that wasn't an appropriate question. No, no it's no, absolutely it's a great is. question. And it's, okay. and it's okay. relevant. So thank you, okay. Jill. Um, so I assume that they gave you disclosure alternatives because they had never lived in the home. Is that correct? I, I guess I don't really know. I, I didn't look at it, but I just know it wasn't talked about. There was no water dam. But that, if that's what they do, yeah, that sounds right. Okay. Um, and is it in a city where they would have done a truth and sale of housing report? Do you know? Um, what city is it in? It's in Plymouth. Okay. So, no. Um, so, you want to find out on the purchase agreement, did she agree to arbitration or decline okay. arbitration? Okay. If she agreed to arbitration and it's been within 24 months, then she'll want to look at the arbitration facts and I can send you that if you want me to. Um, okay. And then sure. she's probably going to have to use an arbitrator to, you know, t- take care of this problem. If she okay. chose to decline it, then she probably is going to need to get a real estate attorney to help her resolve the problem. So the, okay. the onus is going to be on your mom to prove that those flippers knew that there was water and then chose not to disclose it to you because that that's the yeah we don't know that for yep. sure we'd have to find out if it was disclosed to them which we you know it's not public i don't think so yeah. we're not sure how we'd go about that but and if, yeah. if you need a referral to a very good real estate lawyer both yeah. Mimi and I know people that we can refer you to to get further okay, information. Okay, that would be great. Yeah. We wouldn't know where to start. So okay, if you have Jill. the arbitrage info and the, the, the attorneys you recommend, that would be great. You got it. Thank you for calling, Jill. We do have your information, so I know that Phil and Mimi are going to be able to follow up with Jill and give her that information. But as we wrap up, what are we going to give them all your information? Where's your website again? Yeah, we encourage everybody to visit our links on the show page and go to mnredhotrealestate.com. Be sure and text for that One Level Living to 651-226-2560. And they can reach me at 651-238-6748. And of course, you can email me at phil at callphilolson.com. You can always find the Red Hot Real Estate Show at mytalk1071.com, keyword red hot. Great weekend, folks. Paying bills on time? Oh, yeah. Not maxing out credit cards? That's what I'm talking about. Learning what credit utilization is? Yes, give yourself credit. You can reach some pretty big goals like home ownership by taking small steps like those to build up your credit. Get started by leveling up your credit knowledge at FannieMae.com slash credit education. That's FannieMae.com slash credit education. Home ownership, here you come. This holiday, whether you're making a Baker's Simple Truth Turkey for 40 or a Murray's Baked Brie for two, Baker's has fast, fresh delivery and free pickup so you can make holiday meals that bring you all together to create memories that last. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Restrictions may apply. And right now, you can save when you shop your faves. Just buy six or more participating sale items and save 50 cents each with your card. Baker's, fresh for everyone.